Hallelujah. What a wonderful day to be in the house of God and feel the power. Amen. Just remain standing with me. Amen. I want to um, obey the Holy Ghost. Amen. I want to I want to preach a little bit of the word. Amen. If if you got room for a little bit, I know that's a mighty good church today. Amen. If you got room for a little bit more, amen. Appreciate these singers and musicians coming early. Amen. Practicing. Amen. Appreciate their lives. Living for God and making sacrifices and Man, living a holy life. Man, and it's so good to have everybody here. And prayers are for the Bratton family that God would continue to comfort them. Amen. Touch them and help them through this time in their life. My, my Bible said he's an ever-present help in the time of trouble. Amen. I'm glad to be serving a God like that. Amen. We're not serving a God that will leave you when times get hard. Amen. He'll be there with you. Amen. I'm thankful for that. It's so good to have everybody here. Amen. We love these echoes. So glad they're here visiting with us for a little while. Amen. Everybody else. It's the Kirby's. I've seen them. God bless y'all. Thank y'all for being here. And Sister Phyllis in the back. Amen. Thank you for being here. And Preston. Amen. Different ones. Amen. This ain't the easiest job in the world. Amen. Praise God. Sister Ann, good to see you. Lord bless you. Thank you for being here. Amen. Praise God. Amen. God has been good to this church. If you got your Bible, John, the ninth chapter. And I'm not becoming high tech. Amen. We're out of ink. Praise God. I promise you. So I'm like a I'm like David with Saul's armor on right now. I'm not sure about this. I've never proved this iPad. Well, I guess we're about to prove it one way or another. Amen. God's going to help us though. John the ninth chapter and the 13th verse. They brought to the Pharisees, him that aforetime, that's old English for before, was blind. And it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. It was on the Sabbath. And then again, the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. And he said unto them, he, he was Pointing at Jesus, I'm sure. <laughs> Put clay upon mine eyes, and I washed and do see. And therefore said some of the Pharisees, This man, talking about Jesus, is not of God, because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. Amen. Let me just go ahead and tell you something. I'm not preaching about this. But the man Jesus did not celebrate or keep the Sabbath. Amen. Just it's like there's a a movement of false doctrine in our world 
that tries to confuse people. And I know the author of confusion. I've stomped on him a few times. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, while I'm at it, I'll just tell you that's why Paul would say, don't let any man judge you according to a holy day or a new moon or a Sabbath, which are a shadow. Everybody say a shadow of things to come, but the body is Jesus Christ. Now you can hug the shadow if you want to. You can bow down to the shadow if you want to. But I found Jesus. I found the one that made the shadow. Hey, I, hey man, I'm not even preaching about that. But I just felt it. But others said, how can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? See, they were so hung up on that Sabbath day, they thought Jesus was a sinner. Boy, you can really get blind. And there was a division among them. And they say unto the blind man again, What sayest thou of him that he hath opened thine eyes? He said, He is a prophet. The one who just got the miracle said, I'll tell you what, he's a prophet. You might think he's a sinner, but I think he's a prophet. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of him that had received his sight. And they asked them. They didn't like what the formerly blind man was telling them. So they found mom and daddy and asked them saying, Is this your son who ye say was born blind? How then doth he now see? His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But by what means he now seeth, we know not. Or who hath opened his eyes, we know not. He is of age, ask him. They're thinking, we just did that. He shall speak for himself. These words spake his parents because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ, talking about Jesus Christ, he should be kicked out of the church. Praise God. He was going to be thrown out, put out of the synagogue. Therefore said his parents, he is of age, ask him. Then again called they the man that was blind and said unto him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. Talking about Jesus. They didn't realize it was God manifesting the flesh. They said, give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. And he answered and said, whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I see Hallelujah, I want to preach from this title. One thing I know. Praise God. 
Anybody in this church got the Holy Ghost tonight? Lift your hands. Anybody ever been healed in this church? Lift your hands. Anybody ever got a financial miracle in this church? Lift your hands. Anybody in this church God made a way when there seemed to be no way? Lift your hands. You know what that is? That is your testimony. You know what the devil can never talk you out of? Your testimony. Hallelujah. Set your Bibles down and lift both hands to the Lord. I want you to pray with me for for one moment that God's going to help us. That God's going to strengthen us. Come on, join up with somebody next to you if it's appropriate. Say, help me touch God right now. Help me get a touch from God. Hallelujah. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I feel the moving of the Spirit. I feel the Redeemer. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, thank you for standing. You can be seated for just a few moments. Amen, I need your help tonight. I feel a burden on my spirit. I feel power in the atmosphere. I want to tell you that every time God does a miracle, the devil wants to talk you out of that miracle. Every time God does something great in your life, the enemy wants to come and talk you completely out of it. Amen. But God wants to give you a miracle that is so powerful. A miracle that is so undeniable. Amen. That it don't matter who comes to you and what they say. uh, They can never talk you out of it. Uh, Amen. Uh, The story is of a blind man. uh, Amen. Who's been like this, I'm assuming, his whole life. Uh, Amen. And Jesus walks up on the Sabbath day uh, and begins to put clay upon his eyes. And all of a sudden, uh, this man goes from total blindness uh, to 20-20 vision. Uh, Amen. A complete turnabout of where he was five minutes ago. Uh, Amen. It was such an amazing miracle. Uh, Amen. It was so powerful. It was so undeniable that it began to rock the class of theologians, you could say it. The Pharisees, the Bible school boys uh, could not believe what they were hearing uh, when they walked up and saw this man uh, blind five minutes ago and right now he sees. He told Ramosa, let me tell you, if God just uh, touched him a little bit, 
They might could have confused him and debated with him. Uh, but the fact that he couldn't see nothing five minutes ago uh, and now he's got perfect vision. Uh, you can't talk a man out of a miracle uh, when it is so powerful. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If I was going to guess, I would say everybody in this house, when they received the Holy Ghost, something came and opened up its mouth in your ear and began to say, you didn't get anything. That was just you doing that. That was your emotions. That was you just kind of going like everybody else. And Was that anybody or was that just me? I think it was everybody. Hallelujah. Amen. I got the Holy Ghost on a Sunday night. The enemy began to tell me you didn't get anything. You're too much of a heathen to get the Holy Ghost. You've ran from God for too long to get the Holy Ghost. You've walked out of too many conviction services for you to get the Holy Ghost. So, so I walked out. I mean, I felt great, but I, you know, I never, never had it, so I didn't know what I was supposed to get. <laughs> like sitting down in a new Ferrari and buttons you've never seen before. I didn't know what all I got. I knew I felt better, so I, I caught my pastor. I didn't want to embarrass him, but I caught him before church the next uh, Tuesday night. I said, hey, uh, I don't know that I got the Holy Ghost for sure. And he got this big old grin like, I've already heard this 2,000 times. So he put his big old arm around me and said, you know what? Why don't you just tonight, why don't you just add a little bit to what you got Sunday night? We're about to make a liar out of the devil in this house. Hey, man, uh, about that time preaching went on or whatever, and one of my, I've told this story a thousand times. I'm just telling it because God told me to tell it. One of my old uh, heathen friends went to the altar. My old heathen buddy. I thought, the Lord's coming back for sure now. Me and him are praying. <laughs> Amen. He, he went down there and started praying. I went up behind him. I put my hand on his back. So saying, God, touch my buddy. Touch old Glenn, God. He needs the Holy Ghost really bad. He needs as bad as I need it. Amen. I was sitting there praying, touch my friend. And all of a sudden, I couldn't talk in English anymore. And I was saying stuff I never heard before. And Glenn got up and he started speaking in tongues. You know what? God wants to do a miracle in your life. That the devil can't take away. He said, one thing I know. I once was blind. But now I see. Hey man, I think about that. He'd been blind and he'd never read a book in his life. And the theologians that's been reading their Bible or whatever it was. All day long, they're confronting the guy that don't even, he ain't never had hooked on phonics yet. He just got his eyes open. And they're trying to debate with him. I'm not here to debate with anybody. If you're silly enough after 
being in this church to believe there's three instead of one. I'm not going to argue with anybody. One thing I know. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. There's not two. There's not three. There's not four. There's one. If you got more than one, you're polytheistic and you're... Come on, help me right now. God does things in people's lives. He wants to give you something so powerful that the devil can't take it away. He wants to give you something so real that the Pharisees can't take it away. They can't talk you out of it. Hey man, when you go home and they open their mouth and say, well, you ain't got nothing. When you go to the job and they say, you ain't nothing. One thing I know, I walked in a center one night and I felt something I never felt in my life and it changed me. Hallelujah. I've read the word of God many, many, many times. Amen. I know God is a healer. I've read it. It's from the beginning to the end. Amen. But there's something about experiencing it. I love the word of God. I had it in my heart that I might not sin against him. But you know what? At some point in your life, you got to get past quoting it and start living it. Amen. Amen. There was a day that I was diagnosed with uh Spotted, spotted Rocky Mountain fever. Amen. It takes weeks and months to get over it. And they say once you get it, you'll have a relapse every year. It'll be two to three weeks, but you just just deal with it. I thought I ain't gonna deal with none of that. I laid down in the living room. All the family was going to church, and I thought, you know what, God, your your word says you're a healer. By your stripes we were healed at Calvary. Ain't nobody going to praise you like I'm going to praise you. Nobody's going to shout like I'm going to shout. I can't do it while I'm laying down sick as a dog. I need a healing. The next day God healed my body. And you don't. You can argue all you want. But one thing I know. God is a healer. Come on, everybody, clap your hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you something. If God chooses to take somebody on, don't you let it mess with your faith. Hey, man, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. If I pray for somebody and God chooses not to heal them and they go off into eternity, it's not going to shake my faith. I know God is a healer. I've seen it. I've experienced it. I know it. Amen. And 
this is what the Lord dealt with me about this afternoon. I feel like God is wanting to put some real things into people. People that you've heard other people's testimonies. You've heard them talk about how their body was healed. But you've never really experienced it yourself. I'm just telling you what I felt this afternoon. I felt God say, I want them to know that they know. You've heard, you've heard people talk about financial miracles that they've received. But you've never got one that you can say for your own. Amen. That God really made a way. I feel God wanting to do something so miraculous. I feel God wanting to change somebody 180. I feel God wanting to take somebody. Somebody who feels like they could never be used of God. They could never be used in the gifts of the Spirit. I feel God want to change the way you think. What does it take? What does it take to get something settled in your spirit? It takes takes that experience. I've experienced you can't tell me that God is not a provider I've prayed my heart out in situations where there was no way I was in over my head I didn't know what to do but I got down and serious with God I quit playing games with God I took the facade off of me and I got on an altar I said, God, if I don't have a financial miracle, I'm going to be in trouble. You know what? God showed up and showed out. He didn't just give me a little miracle. He he filled the barns. He filled the bank account. You can't tell me God ain't our provider. One thing I know, he's a way maker. I prayed. We was in the basement of a house having church, and I remember praying. People made fun of us, said it was the house of God, and silly stuff like that. I told them, just keep on laughing. And I remember praying. I said, God, I I wish we had a real church building. Some of y'all are crowded and mad right now. But you're sitting in a miracle. I said, God, 
would you, we were just a little group of people. And I said, God, would you give us a real church building uh, where the people can come and pray and Guess what happened? God gave us two acres in this building we're in for 199,000. We had already saved 50,000 up, I think. A few years ago, we started filling up. And I said, God, you've already done it once. God, go ahead and do it again. Uh, I'm telling you, a few months from right now, you're about to walk into another miracle. Uh, You're going to walk into the house of prayer uh, where people can come. People make comments and they say things negative about what God has done. And I'm sure they think, well, it's because they come out of that big church and that, uh, that they're just getting whatever. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Amen. I love everybody. Amen. But it wasn't another church that made this happen. There wasn't one penny. I hope they give us a million dollars. But so far, ain't nobody ever gave us one penny. But God's made a way. I know one thing. uh, When God does something... uh, He does it right. I know one thing. uh, See, you think you got to do it a certain way. uh, If you, well, if it don't come this way, I don't know how we're going to. I know exactly how it's going to happen. I know one thing. I once was young. And now I'm getting old. And yet have I never seen the righteous forsaken. uh, Nor his seed begging for bread. Uh, I know one thing. God will make a way. Man, this is. I didn't come to preach a long time. I come to preach this little bitty subject. Little topic. Little paragraph (laughs) hallelujah I just felt God speak to me in my office this afternoon at the house and I felt him say this to my spirit when I do it nobody's going to be able to talk them out of this there won't be any doubt See, the blind man was the blind man on the Sabbath. That's an obstacle. If you lived in 
Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. That was a problem. But not to Jesus. Talking about making a believer out of somebody. The Sanhedrin couldn't talk that man out of turning on Jesus. I know one thing. That man healed me. Speak in Greek all you want. Explain it to me in Hebrew if you want to. All I know is I went down in Jesus' name. And I come up with my sins remitted. Uh, Hallelujah. Watch the cleanest feeling I ever felt in my life uh, was when I came out of the water. Uh, Well... And this is the new one. This is something I, they, they do in prison now, a lot of them, and they got this movement. They say you have to say it in the, uh, the original language. You have to say it like they said it. I said, really? Yeah, you pronounce it. They said you have to do it again in Yeshua. And I said, well, Why? Did he tell them to go to all nations? That speak different languages. Did he tell you to go teach them Hebrew? Or did he tell you to go preach the gospel? Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I feel it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm sitting here. I'm a blind man right now. I have no idea what people have need of. But I want to tell you. If you'll ignore the obstacles. Uh, Would you just be quiet? It's the Sabbath, you know. We all have obstacles why we can't get a miracle. But this man said, I don't care if it's the Sabbath or it's Thanksgiving or it's New Year's or if it's my birthday. I need a miracle. This is what. I'm just going to tell you. I just felt God deal with my spirit this afternoon. That there are people in this room that you you have you have needs that is as important as that blind man's needs was. To you, your need is just as important as the blind man's need. And I felt the Lord tell me. When I do this, <laughs> there ain't nobody else going to get the credit. <laughs> I, I felt Jesus walk up into my office this afternoon and tell me I'm about to do something uh, and I ain't going to share my glory 
with anybody and there ain't nobody gonna talk them out of it I, everybody stand man if you don't if you don't need anything you're dismissed in Jesus name see you at prayer meeting tomorrow night if if you need God I want you to think about in your mind all the reasons why it can't happen Sabbath to the blind man I want you to think about every reason why it cannot happen I want you to get that in your mind right now every reason that your miracle can't happen and when you get it in your mind put it into captivity put it in jail and say I rebuke every doubt I rebuke every unbelief and by the authority of the name of Jesus I'm about to get a miracle come on doubts about to be broken Come here.